Hey, Top Fans, it's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry here once again with a couple of friends of mine, Dave and, and Dale. You've seen them in the clubhouse before. Dale's an Orioles fan. Dave's a White Sox fan. And we're going to talk about the start of the season. These boys know their teams, and I want to get some of their feedback on what's going on with some of their teams. So we are going to start with you, Mr. Schaefer. Um, up to this point, how are you feeling about the White Sox? Uh, up to this point, I am a little bit frustrated and disturbed um, because of the way we lost to Cleveland the other night and uh, a six or seven game losing streak. Um, so I'm, I'm looking to see how they come out of that. And uh, I think we lead the league in, in errors right now, too. So there's a couple things there that aren't real fun to watch. Yeah. Yes, you guys turn it around a little bit, but we'll talk about that in a second. And at least you guys can throw from second to first. We can't do that here in L.A. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. But, uh, you know, watching your team blow an eight to one lead against a division rival in the last three innings of a game can 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 make you do wacky things. It can make you pop open the alcohol a little earlier than you thought. Right. Well, I, you know, when, in all seriousness, when they lost those six games in a row, I stopped watching. I'm like, I, you know what? I got better things to do with my time. Um, yeah. Even if it is my team, you need to, you need to buy, you need to get my, my attention back. And then they did, of course, beating my least favorite team from the North side of Chicago and then beating the Red Sox in Fenway. So yeah. those were good, but come on. Yeah. You can't blow an 8-1 lead. Good teams that make playoff runs don't blow 8-1 leads. Exactly. Dale, same question to you. Uh, how do you feel your team started out this year so far? Uh, actually, I'm very hopeful after uh, being in the basement of the major leagues for the last couple of years. Um, we've actually uh, started off really rough hitting, although our pitching was phenomenal. Pitching has stayed, stayed pretty steady, and uh, we're leading the American League in batting average in May. So, um there's a few holes, but the future is, is, is arriving here every week. Like, like we were talking about earlier, Adley Rushman will probably be up um, probably sometime this week. And they have some really stud uh, pitching prospects that they'll bring, bring up. So uh, I think if they can just stay in the hunt that they're now four games under 500, uh, but they've been gaining um, just uh, uh, one series against St. Louis at, you know, at St. Louis, uh, I think we've actually won more series than we've lost. This is one the ones we lost, we decided to lose big time. So, um, they're, they're uh, yeah, hopeful would be how I described it. It's, uh, uh, very yeah. exciting. Dale, I got to tell you, every time I look on the scoreboard, they're competitive and, and they're series. And like you say, you won some pretty big series that when you're talking Orioles, you're not thinking that they're going to take on specific teams. So this is great. I mean, it's yeah. fun to watch them them compete and not be at the bottom, right? Yep. So, okay, I'm going to lead, lead off to you in question two, positives. What have you seen early on that that excites you as a positive? Uh, is that to me? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, uh, I think number one is the, the pitching. I thought when we um, traded away a couple of our uh, key bullpen guys from last year uh, that we were going to have problems with the arms that we have in the bullpen are absolutely electric this year. Um, and then the, the starters, especially after John Means went down, I, I thought we were going to be in trouble. But their pitching lights out um, as well. So the pitching, which we haven't had, we've been at the bottom of the major leagues so in the ERA the last number of years. 
Um, pitching's been phenomenal. And we have two of the top pitching prospects yet to come up. We just brought one of them up. Um, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, I think, is a top five pitching prospect in baseball. And D.L. Hall isn't far behind him. So uh, the pitching has been uh, great. And our outfield, I think, is, uh, is as good as a good potential as any in the major leagues. But the infield needs some work. Yeah, and, and often sales tickets defense wins games, right? Yeah. So so having those guys around you is is key. So that's yeah, that, that, they're leading the American League in uh, double plays, I think. So it's, uh, I mean, that, the defense has been really solid. So defense and pitching, which is what I like, and especially with them changing the uh, dimensions of Camden Yards uh, this, this year, uh, it's going to play a lot better and a lot more speed uh, rather than going for home run constantly. So, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Dave, same question to you. Positives. What have you seen positive? Positives. I got a lead with Dylan Cease. He's pitching tonight. Um, uh, We stole him from the Cubs in the uh, Quintana trade. And um, he's pitching like an ace. And uh, I think he's like 23 years old. It's crazy. Um, Another positive, Michael Kopech is really pitching well. Um, Not throwing 102, but he's throwing under control. And uh, getting deep in games, that's a good positive. Um, another one, the bullpen's been good. Kendall Graveman's been great. Um, there's a few other guys that have been pretty good, Matt Foster. Um, and then uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, we've talked about Luis Robert a few times, uh, but he is starting to look like a, the beast that we all think he is. Um, just hitting the cover off the ball and playing some really, really good center field. Um, you know, and, and we're getting contributions from guys. Andrew Vaughn got hit in the hand, but he was hitting great from the left side or from the right side. Just a great hitter, great bat. Um, so uh, those are the ones I'd lead with. Jake Berger also, he just got sent down to AAA because Mankata came back. But I don't know if you know the, the Jake Berger story, but that kid got drafted in the first round and then all had all kinds of injury issues barely played a, a much minor league baseball, but he, he, he stuck with it and brought himself back and, and he's made himself into a really, really good young third baseman in major league baseball. So he'll be back from triple uh, a at some point And he was really playing well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you mentioned a couple of these guys that are, that are young pitchers. Cause I watched that angel series and though it wasn't a, a White Sox series, so to speak, when the Angels are playing the White Sox. You guys look good. You guys have a lot of talent out there. It's just a matter of just getting it done, right? So I like yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I think our I think our pitching coach is starting to starting to get the notoriety that he deserves. Yes. Um Ethan Cat Ethan Katz has done wonders with a few of these guys, really getting them dialed in and productive and and getting major league hitters out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dave, uh, question number three, this one, we'll start with you. So it's too early to talk negatives, right? I, I just, you know, when you're 30 games in, you don't say negative on a game, but concerns, uh, any concerns that you have early on that you think, Ooh, if we can't fix this, this could hurt us in the later rounds. Well, I think what people would think first is probably starting pitching which isn't one of my concerns, but I think you got to talk about it. Uh, Dallas Keuchel is, you know, had a good start last time out, but he's been really shaky. Um, Vince Velasquez came off the scrap heap and is 
eaten some innings and done okay. We also have Johnny Cueto probably going to get called up this weekend, believe it or not. And and the guy's going to re resurrect himself one more time and probably give us some a decent few months here this summer. Um, so I think starting pitching, we're probably going to be okay. Lance Lynn's also on his way back. He's been hurt. Um, legitimate concerns would be for me, um, second base, Josh Harrison's hitting like a buck 60. And, um, that's one of the things I wanted them to address in the off season. And they didn't, um, sure would look nice if Trevor story was there, but he's not. Um, so that's a big concern. I think, I think, uh, you know, with AJ, AJ Pollock coming in kind of solidified the corner outfield. Um, he's starting to hit, he hit a three run homer the other day. Had, a, had a, another RBI hit, I think, last night or the night before. So I think the biggest concern is just getting something out of second base. Um, last one I'll go with is is Yasmani Grandal, and um, we got to get that guy hitting. Um, you know, he gets good at bats, and he takes pitchers deep in counts, but um, he's not getting the walks, and he's not getting the hits. So hopefully he heats up here. Not, not to poke the bear here, but do you have any concern about Tim Anderson and maybe some attitude that you're seeing from him? I mean, we know nope. what he did in Cleveland. None. Okay. Okay. None. Yeah, I, I, None. I don't follow it enough. That, guy, so just... that, guy, that guy's the heart and soul of the team. Um, he, makes, he makes a lot of errors, and people give him a bad rap for that. And I think, I think he could tighten it up a little bit, but he gets to more balls than most guys too. Um, so he's going to have that and uh, he can out hit his defense. I'm not worried about that. Good call. Good call. Hey, Dale, same question to you. Uh, early on, we're not going to say negatives. We're going to say concerns. I mean, what, if any concerns do you have with the Orioles that you've seen that you kind of are like, ah, this could hurt us in the later rounds if we don't fix it. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, the pitching and defense has been solid and I, I assume I feel like that's going to continue or maybe even get better as I get call-ups. Uh, but we've had three holes in the lineup. The first one I'll address that's easy because it's already been addressed. That's catcher. It's been a big hole in the lineup. Uh, ben Boom and, and Torinos are, are good defensive catchers, but they, you know, they don't hit at all. Rushman will solve that problem uh, when, when he comes up. Um, second base and third base are issues. Uh, right now there's uh, – um, it, mainly it's Odor playing uh, second base, sometimes Urias. Uh, it's an okay platoon, but then uh, Urias is a better – he's a decent player. I think he'll be solid. I don't think Odor is, uh, you know, going to hit it over the fence or nothing most of the time, and so it's, it's a big hole. And we don't really have a third base and we've been bringing people up. So we need to fill those holes at second base and third base to have uh, to have a decent uh, chance at it. And I don't, I don't think there's – that those guys in the minors that are a surefire, uh, you know, a surefire thing to bring, uh, bring up to, to replace those. Guys. Yeah, and I, I just got to say, Adley Rushman's the real deal. Yep. And when he comes up, he's never going back down. No, I don't I can't think wait no, to watch him play. No, I'm excited to it, especially since he's uh, worked with a lot of the pitchers that he'll be pitching to. It'll be, it'll uh, be a pretty, pretty good uh, combination, I think. I have to tell you, when it comes to the Orioles, I have a weird man crush, I guess is the best way to say it, on Trey Mancini. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Even what happened in Oakland where he lost his temper a little bit, I still think the guy just plays the game right. 
And, you know, he goes out there and he gives you everything he can. And so he's kind of one of those Dustin Pedroia's, kind of one of those guys that's just going to show up every day and give you everything he's got. As long as he's kind of a That's kind of a legacy that they've somewhat had in Baltimore, obviously with Kyle Ripken and, you know, before then it's like, you know, people that post are kind of blue collar mentality. And so you hope, you hope that continues. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, exactly. So with Mountcastle and Mancini at first in DH, they have that cut, that, that, that part is solid. It's just, it's just a matter of filling those couple holes that they need to fill. Exactly. Okay. Question number four. I mean, you guys are nailing this question. Number four, um, the next 25 games, um, what are you hoping to see? Now keep in mind that every team, including, you know, the Dodgers are going through it right now. Um, every team's going to have a spurt where they're going to play 29 or 30 games inside of 32 days or whatever, because we're a week behind. We started a week late. Uh, what do you have as far as, you know, the next 25 games, what are you looking for? Yeah. So um, for me, I'm, I'm hoping to get to 500. We're four games under now. We started with a pretty brutal schedule at the beginning, started kind of behind the eight ball, but we've, I think we've won seven out of 11 or eight out of 11, something like that. And, um, the bats started, uh, like I said, to, to cook. So I'm just hoping to kind of get back to 500, make it interesting, I mean, make some noise towards the end of the year. You know, I, I'm not in any uh, false pretenses that we're going to be a playoff team. I mean, maybe a fringe wild card threat. Uh, but if they start, as they start bringing up um, the young guys, if they're having some moniker of success, I think that they will, um, you know, it, it, it's a pleasing product now. I feel like it's, it's, it's an exciting product. Uh, uh, product and I was like Dave uh, Dave I don't know I, 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 um, I've I watched almost every Orioles game my whole life until last year and I just couldn't do it anymore so I feel for you <laughs> this year I know how that goes when it just gets almost unwatchable so um, but that, it's nice to be able to watch all the games again this year and know that you have a chance yeah I mean all you all you want is some entertainment and you want good baseball and I can't watch bad baseball it really upsets me, especially at this level. So, well, it's it's upsetting when you're watching stuff that you learned how to do when you were nine years old, and you can't execute it, right? I mean, that's the yeah. It's just the basic fundamentals that drive you nuts. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's like uh, you know, I got to criticize our manager a little bit because I think you know sometimes those dugouts are a little too loose, and the players are a little bit too much in charge, and. Uh, you know, there was also some really, really odd bullpen decisions late in some games. You know, Joe Kelly just came back and looked fantastic in his first start, first outing. And I think we pulled him after about nine pitches. And it's like, what are we doing here? You know, I think I think he's good for 20 at least. So yeah. anyway, he's and by the way, he's the kind of weird spark that teams look at and he's the kind of guy that gets you back in the game changes changes momentum i mean go back to that astros dodger strikeout a couple years ago where he stuck his lip out at the astros batter that changed the whole momentum of that game joe kelly's the type of guy that will do that for your club on a consistent basis hey dave can i ask you a question i haven't gotten to watch the white Sox too much what are the pitch how many pitches are your starters growing like i'm kind of frustrated with how how uh how much we're babying our starters a little bit. I mean, they'll get like 60, 70 pitches in the yank and they haven't given up any runs. Or... Yeah. You know, I, I that's a hot button for me because my son's a pitcher. Yep. And I've been through a lot of the training that he's been through, you know, just learning 
And, uh, you know, I think you always, you got, especially where your club's at, um, you know, on your best day, you might sniff a wild card. I think you got to baby those guys. Mm-hmm. I think you bring them along really, really slow. Um, the White Sox did that with Kopech. Um, he's still got hurt. He's just coming back from TJ. So, um, I don't know. That's a hot button for me to answer your question. You know, I think Kopech's going last time out. I think he went six innings, maybe 85 pitches, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Dylan Cease is probably creasing a hundred, you know, Lance Lynn, they're going to run out there as long as he wants to go. Um, but I, I really think the young guys, um, they got their whole career ahead of them. You don't want to be the guy that get them hurt. Dave, and you're nailing they got it. It. That's, you, that's across the league. You got, you got, I mean, it's too valuable commodity to play around with. And if you guys really want to be contenders in two years, three years, you got to keep those guys healthy. And, you know, people that don't pitch have never pitched, don't understand what pitching is. They think you just go out there and chuck it. And I can't even tell you how much more there is behind that, you know, 16 and 20 week ramp ups, which, you know, think about it. 20 weeks is a third of the year, more than a third of the the calendar year. Um, But if you don't do it right, you're going to suffer. So, uh, Dave, uh, White Sox next 25 games. What I'm looking for is to, to solidify the defense. The errors have to stop. We're going to get Eloy back here. Hopefully he stays in the lineup. We're going to get Lance Lynn back. Um, that's a good boost for the, for the starting lineup. We're going to see if, how much Johnny Cueto has in his tank left. Um, we may see Dallas Keuchel DFA'd. I'm not sure. There's a lot of rumors about that. Um, but the bottom line is we, we got to show the Twins that uh, this division's not theirs. Uh, they really, on the 25 games, they need to win 15 of them. And I'll, I'll tell you what, you should want the, the Twins to play the Astros every game over the next 25 days. Because <laughs> yeah. the Twins just look terrible against the Astros this weekend or this week. So, yeah, very now, good. The, the twins aren't deep, but they're, you know, you let them hang around, you get, let them get a sniff of some good stuff, and you never know what could happen. So, well, and, and let's be honest, right? 25, 25 games in from here, we're looking at 55, 60 games. You're looking at kind of a pattern, right? You're not looking at, okay, gee, we made a few mistakes here and there. I mean, if you're, if you're 35 and 25 in your first 60, that's not bad. Better if you're 40 and 20, but, yeah. you know. You know if, if you're the White Sox and everyone picked you as a top five team in the league and you're 30 and 30, that's a problem. Yes, true, true, true. And, I, and I, we've, we've talked about this before, you know. These teams that coast into the playoffs with no competition, like the White Sox did last year, I don't. I, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I don't think they go very far. They end up getting their asses beat by somebody that's been fighting for their lives for the last four or five weeks. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, final question. You kind of alluded. Both of you actually have already alluded to it. But final question. Uh, roster moves. Is there anything that you've seen in the last? Dave, we'll start with you. Is there anything that you've seen in the first? 30 or so games or that you're looking for that you either like or don't like that you, the White Sox have done? 
I like uh, Reese McGuire behind the plate for Zach Collins. The trade with Toronto, I think, was a win-win. Um, Reese has been really good behind the plate, um, allowing Grandal to maybe catch, I don't know, 80 games this year instead of 140. Um, he's been really good. Um, what I look for is Lance Lynn to come back, Eloy to come back, uh, Cueto to come in. Uh, I think Dallas Keuchel's days are numbered. I don't think they're going to hold on to him, but I could be wrong. Um, and then um, I think at the trade deadline here, they're going to have to do something with second base because I don't think Josh Harrison's the answer. Leary Garcia is not the answer. You need a, 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 a first-tier second base. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, um, so I don't know who's even available, but they got to do something. Got to make something happen. Got to make something happen. Okay, uh, Dale, same question. Roster moves that you liked or didn't like going in early? Um, I like that they brought in Kyle Bradish. He was the third uh, top uh, pitching prospect. He's bringing it in the upper 90s, looking really good. Um, and just uh, I like how how the young guys are responding. Um, at first, I wasn't um, a fan of uh, letting some of our top, you know, trading some of our top relievers during spring training, but it seems to have worked out. I'm, I'm amazed by the arms. So, um, you know, letting them all grow together is probably a good thing. Um other than that, the only roster moves we've made the past few years is getting rid of players. So I'm hoping <laughs> that at some point we'll uh, – I'm, I'm with Dave. I, I hope we're, we pick up a, a second baseman slash third base, you know, someone that can play either second or third. I think we can make do with uh, the guys we have filling in one of those other. But if we can just pick up one um, uh, infielder um, that, that's a, a steady you know, defensively and, and, and can hit a little, I think uh, we'll, we'll be fine. But upcoming roster moves, I'm, I'm just excited, you know, to add Rushman. I'm excited to add DL Hall and uh, Grayson Rodriguez uh, to the uh, to the club. I, I think they, uh, you know, we could have a really good, especially John Means coming back next year. I, I think we could have, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Lyles is doing really well as a, as a pitching this year, um, and Bruce Zimmerman has been amazing, and um, he's a Baltimore product. Uh, he's from there too, so. Um, yeah, so I, I think we have, you know, a, a chances of having a really good rotation. They just leave that alone and don't trade anybody. <laughs> you guys both nailed it. I love the way that you guys think, and I'm I'm glad that I was able to put the two of you together because the way that you guys look at the game and the way that you analyze it is through not only passion but experience, and it's not it's not a fandom thing. It's just here's reality for the product on the field. This is what we need. So I appreciate both of you jumping on tonight. Dave, thank you for your analysis on the White Sox. Um, Dale, thank you for your analysis on the Orioles. It's been great. Thank you. Um, any final thoughts that you have before we wrap up? Dave? I'm just going to say go Vols. There you go. There you go. I'm excited to see your son pitch here in a couple of years. That'd be, that'd be fun. Tennessee is an amazing school. So, um, yeah. I uh, I say it most every call, but if you guys aren't watching college baseball, you should. Yeah, yeah. 
and especially Tennessee's pitching right now. They got a kid over there that's throwing 102 miles an hour. It's, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. They've got they've got they've got four starting pitchers that will be first round draft picks. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And last I checked, you only play three games on a weekend. Yep. So they've got one extra. And uh, that, you know, I sure I sure think, I hope, and I think that they're going to make a run here in May and June. We'll see. Awesome. Awesome. Well, top fans, thanks for listening. Dave, Dale, thanks for joining. Um, and we will we'll have this up for you guys. And tell us what you think. Leave us a comment. Let us know what we missed. But we sure do appreciate the analysis of Dave and Dale. And, boys, let's do this again sometime soon, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Have a good day. Nice Thank you. you. Yep. See you.